and welcome to the weekly check-in podcast with your host, Tim Prendergast. We're living in very different times at the moment. So each week, let's take a glimpse into the lives of some of our colleagues, finding out a little bit about well-being and how that's being optimised, find out how people are adapting to this new way of living, find out some top tips along the way with some good news stories as well, and a whole lot more. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome in to the Weekly Check-In Podcast. It's episode 18 and we go on a slightly different tack this week. Uh, next week is the uh, graduation event for one of our flagship development programs, uh, STEP, and it's also the launch event uh, a couple of days later for the 2020 cohort of STEP. Um, so I thought, what better way uh, to spend uh, the Weekly Check-In Podcast this week uh, than to interview uh, to chat to uh, one of CCB's up-and-coming rising stars and coincidentally uh, a member of the 2019 cohort Claire Heaton welcome to the weekly chicken podcast hi Tim great to be here thank you so much and it's been a really busy couple of days for you so really appreciate you taking the time this afternoon um, first of all for for people who might be listening who, who don't know um, a lot about you are you able to just give us a little bit about yourself what part of the business you're in etc yeah, no problem. So um, I am now a, an associate director in the specialised and project finance team. So um, SPF are headed up by Ben Smith and we form part of Sean Longsdale's structured finance team. Uh, the team is split geographically over two hubs. Project finance, where, where I mainly sit, is based in Manchester and then specialised finance is um, based in London. Um, I say that we're, that's where we're predominantly based, but we are increasingly mixing the teams to build on and develop individual skill sets. So um, I think just to give an overview of, of, of what I do. So the project finance team mainly focuses on renewables within the UK. So that is um, looking at transaction finance for onshore wind, solar and battery storage. And then rather interestingly as well, also um, the specialised team look at transactions um, in financial services, media, football and sports. Um, and they also look at a whole co and nav structures. Um, we're, we're set up as a team and we basically look at um, all of the above that I've mentioned and then anything else which is specialised or complex in nature. Uh, so we have the flexibility to look at transactions that Santander doesn't necessarily already have a mandate for um, and we have the ability to therefore then do pilot transactions so really lucky to work in this team and um, we have a you know a wide range of um, areas that we can look at and it means that whereas I specialize in renewables I you know get the opportunity to, to look at and um, talk to directors that that have you know a wide range of specialisms Brilliant. Well, um, just for that, but it's a nice little segue, isn't it, into the, the next question. Thank you for, for such a thorough <laughs> introduction. Um, I know you've listened to a couple of the podcasts and, and you know that a big sort of part of it is sort of just checking in with people and how uh, the events of recent weeks, recent months have been. And I know you've been experiencing lockdown from uh, perhaps a, a rather unique perspective. Yeah. Um, how have the last four months been for you? And, and, and maybe, yeah, if you can explain a little bit about that. 
Yeah, um, so, uh, f f well, yeah, lockdown has been quite different for me. So um, from a personal perspective, just before lockdown hit, um, I uh, announced to my boss that I was 12 weeks pregnant. Um, so that was back in March. And due to the uncertainty in the in the marketplace, obviously, I was kind of advised by doctors to to isolate as much as possible. So I'm very fortunate that myself and my husband work in roles that we can easily work from home. Um, and so so basically, we, you know, we instead of going into Manchester every day or down to London, um, I I then would walk across my garden and, and, and go and work in my garage Um think that 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 for for me is is has been sort of two sides of the coin there's the the benefit of not having to get up as early to go into the office and um, but the, but the flip side is obviously not being in the office especially when you're used to working with other members of your team quite closely um and I you know again do get the opportunity to go down to London quite a bit so it's it's meant to shift in in our working pattern so from a work perspective, um, you know, the team that I work in has never been busier. And um, we've got we've had a number of deals that have been delayed because of COVID. Um, but the renewables market overall is still active. So with regards to demand for project finance, there, there's still quite a lot of work that, that we've been looking at, um, which, you know, is what the bank will consider BAU and not necessarily um, any of the government schemes related that I know a lot of people have been working on recently. Um, we're talking about um, the difficulties that, that, that everyone's gone through, I think one thing for me has been, especially because we're, you know, we're busy and we're working from home, is a, is a work-life balance, Tim. So yeah. um, it tends to blend into one. And I know, you know we, we spoke about that when you, know, you did, a, you know, did a, a, a great team session with the SNPF team that I know everyone found quite quite useful I suppose in hindsight I've fallen into the traps that, that others have, have fallen into um, in terms of you know working late and weekends because you know that's that's what we all do to get the job done um, I guess for, for me um, from a personal perspective and a work perspective I've got a great working relationship with two RDs that I work very closely with um, and, you know, one tip that I would give to everybody is, you know, take, take, you know, take ownership of, you know, looking after yourself, but it's also quite useful to make sure that, you know, the colleagues that you work with are also okay. Um, I, you know, I've been on the receiving end of some, you know, nice phone calls from, like I say, the two RDs that I work with checking in on me. Um, and I, I hope that I've repaid them when I, you know, I've checked in on them. So I guess, you know everyone's in the same boat um and just for for us to look out for each other really is 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 one of the things that you know has really come through for me over the last four months yeah absolutely and i know um yeah you're big into sport and, and exercise and things you've been able to keep that up yeah so um one other thing that that we did earlier this year is um we got a puppy so um that that has meant that uh um my marriage is still intact with my husband <laughs> Um, yeah, we, we got um, a yellow Labrador called Hogan after Hulk Hogan. So she um, she's meant that when we've been able to, to go out and, and go on the walks, especially when lockdown was at its, its peak and we were only allowed out once a day, 
then that was nice where I live there's some you know really nice walks so um you know appreciate that you know we're not able to watch sport on tv anymore which would usually be my you know relax um noting that I can't actually play sport myself at the moment um so yeah going on the walks is has been nice and, and taking Hogan out mentioned watching sport on TV. I know as a big netball fan, you've probably been tuning into the New Zealand, I think, netball league that I've been having on Sky recently. <laughs> but um, a big part of the show as well is the recommendations. So are there any series on Netflix, any albums that you've miraculously got yourself into or, or films that you've seen over the last three or four months that you might want to recommend to the rest of us? Yeah, definitely. Um, so uh, you've touched on it, the absence of sport um, over spring and summer. Um, I really enjoyed um, The Last Dance on Netflix, which is the Michael Jordan documentary. Um, yeah. I definitely recommend that to anybody. Um, and then looking at like other other areas of interest that I've got. So um, I've also enjoyed on Sky the McDonald's um, documentary called McMillions. That's about the FBI investigation into the Monopoly scandal um, in the late 90s. That, that was um, quite an interesting watch. And then um, also a bit on a, well, on a, definitely on a more lighter note, um, anybody that knows me knows that I'm big into Disney. So um, I did sign up to Disney Plus at the beginning of lockdown. Um, and myself and my husband actually went to watch Hamilton down in London um, earlier this year. And that's now been released on Disney Plus. So, you know, you can watch Hamilton live on stage, um, which I would definitely recommend, um, you know, from a educational point of view, but also it is it is quite funny, and you know I, I do enjoy listening to the the soundtrack and the music there. Oh, brilliant, fantastic recommendations. Thank you. Um, now we've I, I hyped it up at the start in terms of steps, so it'd be remiss of me not to to ask you a little bit about your step experience. So there's a bit to this question, I guess, going back to to February last year, a long time ago. Um, you know, what firstly prompted you to to apply for the step program, and then as you look back now on the last 15 months, how have you developed over that time and, and, and what part has step maybe played um, in that? Yeah. So um, I guess for, for me, I've been in uh, an S2 role for a few years, um, being in OCC um, as a relationship manager, and then more recently as an associate in the structured finance team. So um, for me, when it came out 15 months ago, like you say, um, I was looking for a scheme which allowed me to, to build upon and, and demonstrate stretch objectives with my you know, yearly one-to-ones, uh, sorry, yearly PDPs with, with my manager. Um, I think highlights for the scheme for me and, and, and what really attracted me to it, um, and I guess th these were you know, the promises at the beginning of the of the scheme but but from what I can truly say have, have, have really been um seen by me and and you know I, I've massively benefited from them is the the s2 peer group that you get put into so you know by being on the step program you're speaking to like-minded you know individuals that want to progress and um, progress internally within Santander and that co that creates a you know a really great atmosphere for you to build internal networking that that i've i've been able to to utilize and it's meant that you know when i'm speaking to different parts of the the bank i actually know people within the, those parts of the bank and um, 
I've mentioned previously that that you know I'm based in in Manchester, so that is a you know a hub within within Santander. And I guess you know as a re- somebody out in the regions, we don't necessarily have um, as much exposure to lots of different parts of Santander, which which people naturally have if they're based down in London. So you know Step has been a great um, eye opener for me for you know where everybody works within within the bank and. Um, you know, has has enabled me to to have a really good understanding of of how it all works as a, as a whole. Um, another another big plus for me is the exposure to to senior management. So, um, you know, we've had quite a few presentations now face to face in the same room as Tim Hinton, Chris Fallis, and a number of the other you know senior management teams, which a lot of. Um, s2s s3s and, and you know potentially s4s especially in the region you know don't have the opportunity to do so that's incredible and when i was speaking to a number of people who wanted to apply to the step to second cohort you know that was another big plus that um that i'd that i'd you know recommended to people that i'd been able to to benefit from yeah. and then i think finally for, for me tim that the other big plus is the the mentoring schemes. So um, I was given Damien McGrath as a mentor, who's head of change, who's been absolutely brilliant as somebody outside of, well, to be honest, outside of front office, really, to, to get a, the view of a very senior manager, but, but you know, outside of the, the pressures of a front office, but but can give me the the sort of other side of the coin and the other pressures that come from from a different part of the business. So that's great. And then also, I've been given a, a mentee, so that's Jack McNevin Duff, um, and that's allowed me to to really learn from you know what Damien's given me, and then you know pass that knowledge and hopeful hopefully expertise onto Jack. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I mean, you've covered so much there, but just quickly, um, we've got thirty uh, or thirty-one even. Um, Co- uh, participants uh, about to commence their step journey what advice might you give um, to those individuals who are setting out on their step journey um i would you know get to know as much as as many of the, the cohort as, as possible um don't necessarily gravitate to to those people that you already know um and actually you'll start to recognize names of people that that you come across you know as as you're working day to day and you can remember that you did oh you did a transaction with that person you know a few a few weeks ago a few months ago and then you know instead of knowing them on via email or phone call it's it's great to catch up with them on a on a face-to-face basis um I, you know i'm really hoping that um that lockdown eases and we, you know everyone does get back to an office so that you know when you do have those get-togethers down in in London or you know across the country wherever they might be that I'd recommend people go to them um and you know and and do the full the full list of activities that you've got on so not only the the academic um you know stuff during the day but also the networking in the in the evenings is also massively beneficial yeah perfect clear all right, we're going on to quick fire now. So you have had no chance to prepare for these questions. Five questions, <laughs> just uh, first answer to mind. Um, favorite okay. sport? Favorite sport? To watch or play? 
Uh, you choose. Uh, to watch football, uh, to play netball. Fantastic. Um, best movie of all time. Oh. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> okay. Uh, the one that came out like in the last couple of years, or? Uh, no, the original. Uh, <laughs> the original. Um... <laughs> Cartoon. Cool. Um, weirdest food you've eaten or combination of food that you've eaten in the last 32 weeks? Oh, well, I'm limited because I'm pregnant. So um, I think more the absence. So I, I really like a rare steak and I've yeah. not been able to have a rare steak. And I'm also can't have parma ham and I would love parma ham. So um, I know it's a slight deviation, but no. that's what I go with. That's fair. Um, and you've been given the opportunity. Uh, to go on holiday anywhere in the world, um, where would it be? Oh. Uh, uh, Japan. That's um, where, what was on our list. Um, um, you know, maybe if other things had been different this year, that that's where myself and my husband would have gone. Um, but yeah, no, Japan would would be would be where we'd go. Cool. And finally, you've been asked to appear on Mastermind. What is your topic? <laughs> well i reckon ben wellborn would give me a run for my money but it'd probably be harry potter <laughs> cool all right great sport claire thank you one last one from me and i asked it to alex rice last week and she had a very compelling answer and I'm, i have no doubt that yours will be uh, equally so um it's uh you're, you've been asked to give a speech it's 2025 and you're speaking to uh some some graduates and uh you've been asked to sort of reflect on the year 2020 because it has been uh, such a, a different and strange year for so many reasons. Um, so when you're reflecting on uh, on that and, and talking about lessons learned and opportunities, what might you say in that speech? Um, I think that the first thing for me would be the importance of communication within the workplace. So um, to, for us to enable BAU um on the basis that we're not working face to face with everybody um communication has been has been vital and that's you know different forms of communication so um telephone zoom you know all the teams everything else that 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 we that we come across and that that's to to well to to help BAU like I've mentioned but also to check in on people and and make sure that everyone's okay um i think that would be the first thing that that i would say i think that's we take that for granted when we're just all in the office and you can you know ask a quick question across the desk to people whereas you know you you actually have to phone somebody to 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 ask them now so it's just really the importance of that and and, and being clear on when you're communicating um and then another big one for me is i think the um this whole situation that we're in now has, has forced the banking sector which which could have been considered a bit um you know, old-fashioned in some of its approaches into more remote and flexible working setup so you know i really do see that as a positive move for you know those who are looking to to move roles internally um it means that you know location is not as key as it was before and, and it demonstrates that you know if you are you're a strong candidate or if you really have a passion for a you know a certain role within um ccb then you know you can you know contact that team 
and you know that there may be opportunities that come out of this now whereas you know people aren't as focused in in certain hub areas that you know as long as we've got a laptop and a mobile phone and you you, you know you you have a passion for the job then then that could be something that you know we we as a as a bank of a, a, on a whole consider no oh, fantastic advice well thank you uh, for being our guest today, Claire, and uh, a tumultuous few weeks uh, ahead for you. So wish you um, and your family all the very best for um, the, the forthcoming adventure, which is, is parenthood. Um, and really look forward to, to welcoming you, uh, you back to, to the business in due course. Thanks, Claire, and, and take care. Thanks, Tim. Claire, thank you so much for being our 18th guest on the weekly check-in podcast, a episode which featured a few distractions there. My phone ringing partway through. I think you were giving the Netflix recommendation, The Last Dance, uh, Michael Jordan. What a fantastic documentary series that is. Um, also accompanied with some, I think, some uh, some knocking noises from next door. Uh, and also the uh, acoustic accompaniment of a four and a seven-year-old boy from time to time. So apologies all coming from my end, <laughs> but you had a lot to contend with and did um, amazingly well. All the best, Claire, with the coming weeks and the exciting new chapter uh, of your life about to start. Um, but fantastic also to hear today from you around the STEP program. Claire was one of 25 CCB colleagues who next week will be taking part in a graduation event and passing the baton on to... 31 colleagues who take up the, uh, the, the mantle of STEP Cohort 2020 uh, as we launch that event next Friday, the 7th of August. So exciting times ahead and um, really hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I certainly uh, enjoyed interviewing Claire. Uh, if it is sort of coming up to holiday time for you, I really do hope you get a good chance to have a good break, uh, to reflect, to reset, to recharge, and uh, we'll catch you again very soon. Well, I look forward to catching up with you if you're uh, around for next week's episode, episode 19, Weekly Check-In Podcast. Bye for now. <laughs>